When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Things that make you go, mmm. What have you seen that made you go, mmm? Jump on the line, 1300 a uh, Regular segment every day this year. I've got a couple of things that made me go, hmm, what are yours? If you want to jump on the line, it's one 736 736 And we've got a few things to give away still before I hand over. We've got three tickets to the Beer Fest at Katani Garden St Kilda, Saturday 24th of February. Get your tickets at www.beerfestivals.com.au. A Dwayne's Wood T-shirt to give away. And we've got 18 holes of golf for you. Animate with a cart. Get 18 holes of golf for two with drinks and a cart midweek for just $99. Visit Club Mandalay. Dot com dot au. You can send your things that made you go mm, through on the text 0433981116. But rather you jump on the open line one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and we'll get to your call straight after Brett Phillips, who's about to join me in a matter of seconds. A couple of things that made me go mm, on the weekend. It seems like in the NBL, fans, commentators, coaches, everyone's turning on the refs. They are turning on the refs big time. In the NBL, everyone having a crack at, well, there should have been a call against Aaron Baines. Everyone having a crack at Aaron Baines. There's a big pile on in the NBL. If you've got a thought on that, that may be going mm, on the weekend watching that unfold. Uh, there is a lot of criticism of umpires and refs in various sports, but it's pretty high in the NBL right now. And the Nick Dacos tackle on Nathan Murphy at training, that certainly may be going, mm. that would have been a one or two weaker if the AFL had umpires at that game. And Nathan Murphy's got a history of concussion. That certainly would have made a few of Collingwood go, hmm. But a couple of yours. And if you saw the Dacos tackle, did it worry you? one three hundred seven three six seven three six, And we'll get to your calls and give away a couple of prizes again shortly. Let's talk some tennis, though, before your calls. Brett Phillips has been good enough to join us after a massive two weeks. Welcome back to you, Brett. You got any voice left? I actually feel pretty fresh, uh, Dwayne. I could do it all again, <laughs> right? It's been, uh, been a big 15 days, no doubt. A lot of five-setters, uh, yeah, record crowds. Um, yeah, fitting that we sort of got uh, a five-set match to finish the tournament. Um, and, yeah, plenty of takeaways from this year's Australian Open. Uh, yeah, all done and dusted. Yeah, the five-setter didn't help Daniel Medvedev, though. 24 hours and seven minutes on court compared to Yannick Sinner, who, who got it easy against Djokovic, dare I say it. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think back to Friday and that was... Uh, yeah, it was extraordinary. It was a, a, a shifting moment in tennis. No doubt about that. To see Novak uh, beaten, and uh, that was yeah the only time that you know Yannick, uh, obviously pre-final, uh, dropped a set, and you know, then he found himself last night two sets to love down. And I've got to say, you know, we were looking at Medvedev, thinking, gee, he's in the zone here. He he, he uh, obviously had a deficit against uh, Alexander Zverev and came back, but. You know, he wanted to get out of the blocks early. He was His return position was uh, much closer in. He's normally on the back fence, and he was up around the Melbourne sign, um, you know, just near that baseline. So he was trying to be super aggressive, and that paid off in the first two. And then the, 
he was feeling it, heavy in the legs and sucking in the gels and everything else. But, yeah, Sinner just got his game going and we had an epic uh, finish in the end. So, yeah, I think, you know, Yannick Sinner, look, uh, he's just a splendid young guy, you know, and um, great team around him. Uh, it could have been another sport. Thankfully, uh, tennis is the vocation that he went down and, you know, Darren Cale's had a bit of cream on top and he's uh, what you see on court is who he is off court and he's going to win a lot of these, a lot of these Grand Slam titles uh, going forward for the next, uh, you know, 10 to 15 years. So where does it leave Darren Cale on the overall coach scale? I mean, he was a mentor coach for, for Leighton Hewitt way back when, Andre Agassi, Simona Halep, and now Yannick Sinner. Well, he's hot in demand, uh, Darren. I'd love him to probably plant his feet here and, you know, really be in charge of Australian tennis and guide all our youngsters. I mean, he's obviously, a, you know, such an influential uh, figure. He's just been there, you know, with, with all t- different types of players from different cultures, different ages when he's taken them on. A young Hewitt, an older Agassi, more mature Halep, and now a young Sinner. So he's seen the full gamut. Look, it's got to put him uh, right up there. And look, the great part about Darren, he's such a humble guy that, you know, he was deflecting, obviously, to Yannick's other coach, uh, Simona Vagnozzi, who was a former tour player, who was there along with Riccardo Piatti, who'd be sitting back in northern Italy somewhere pretty happy with a guy, a young guy that he had developed at the age of 13. So Darren's sort of come in later on, but it's the little things that Darren's probably added that is just for the big-time tennis and... Yeah, it's all been that little bit of incremental growth. But, yeah, I mean, he'll just keep getting coaching gigs. And, um, you know, if it's not Sinner, there'll be plenty of people knocking at the Darren Cale door. But I think, I feel like he's going to settle now with the Sinner camp and not, and try and build on this one title to make it, you know, four, five, six, however many he does win. How many will? Well, who'll win the most? Sinner, Medvedev or Akaraz? I don't think it'll be Medvedev. Uh, obviously, we're probably focused on Elkaraz and Sinner, who are going to build um, yeah, a great rivalry. And they're jostling right now. I mean, you know, Sinner's overtaken Elkaraz as you know, the best of the young players, which is OK. I mean, these two are going to you know, be higher and lower and concede some ground and, and stall for little periods of their career and have some peak moments. I mean, Carlos has had his peak. He's just come back a little bit. You know, Yannick's riding uh, a real high the back end of last year into this year. The uh, you know the challenge is to sustain it the whole tennis season, which Darren Carr was pointing out you know after the match uh, last night. Now, it's a great start to the year, but you know there's ten more months to go of this season, so yeah. it's very very early doors. And uh, you know you think to the Roland Garros for the next Grand Slam, you know Djokovic. I don't think we've seen the end of Novak. You know whether Rafa can get back and have some uh, relevance in his last ever you know French Open potentially. Um, we know Medvedev doesn't play well on clay and, and Alcaraz and. And Sinner should be able to play pretty well on that surface. So, yeah, Sinner's just gone ahead of Alcaraz for mine. But, um, yeah, plenty of the season to play out. And Craig Tiley wants to speed things up. Let, let's be played. Do you think the aficionados mm-hmm. of Tennis Worldwide will think his suggestion's a good one or a bad one? I hope so. I hope they think it's a good one. I've been banging on about let's for okay, a while, Dwayne. Just absolutely bloody ridiculous, to be honest. I mean, you know, the finest of let's that doesn't even affect the trajectory of the ball. And there, yeah, that stat that came out, it added, let's added 15 additional hours, which would surprise many, 15 additional <laughs> hours of court time to the whole product. So no wonder we're there to 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning. Mm. Let's just get on with let's. I would have, um, I would go, you know, sudden death juice. They do it in the doubles. I would bring yep. it into the singles for me. It adds a bit more drama and uh, we quicken up the product. I'd um, I'd prevent the amount of bounces a player can take. Oh, yeah. Zverev on Friday night. He was up to about 25 bounces. Cut yeah. that out. Five's enough. All five? These, 
all all these little things to own, which yeah. you know, they've got to think about the the people who are going to be occupying the seats over the next 20 years, the the, the younger people who, whose attention span is short, they want a quick product, they want a great product, but they don't want to sit there uh, all night when we can actually, you know, we can actually speed this whole game up. With you 100%. Hey, well done on your fortnight's work. Uh, great to have a chat to you and we'll talk soon, Brett. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Dwayne. First serve, we're back tonight, 16th year, oh. 8 o'clock on the SEN. Looking forward to it. 8 o'clock tonight, first serve. How dare me not mentioning that. 8 o'clock tonight. Let's give it another run. Brett Phillips to wrap it all up. Peter and Doreen, you got a thing that made you go, mmm, Peter, welcome to you. Yeah, I went uh, when I uh, saw Caddy take that screamer over the top of Laverde in one of the end of clubs. So you got a little bit worried or you... No, I'm just saying, I, you know, he just surprised me. I didn't think... He is looking he good. Would, he, he, he reminds me a lot of... Uh, Nick Rewalt, actually. He's got a bit of an engine oh. on him, and he's not scared to go in. But he, that's, that that one he took over the top of the birdie, that was unexpected. I think a lot of the senior players sort of looked at each other and said, what <laughs> have we got here? Love the comparison. Love a good name. Comparison with a superstar gone by. Hey, hold the line. We've got something for you. You can head down to clubmandalay.com.au on us. 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a car. Hey, Tim and Brighton, I'll come to you after the break. Need to take a break. Thanks to everyone who dialed the number today. That open line brought to us by Werribee Kia. Again, the EV9 is there at Werribee Kia for you to test drive today. Uh, the team will look after you just like family. I was down there with the team this morning. I had a chat to, to Janan and David. What a great crew they are. Visit Werribee Kia and you'll find the incredible EV9 available now for a test drive. Plus, right now, they've got a swag of brand new 2024 Kias on offer at tremendous driveaway prices. The 2024 new Picanto from 19990, 2024 Stonic from 24990, 2024 Seltos from 3990, 2024 Sportage from 36990, and the 2024 Sorrento from 53990. You can talk to the team about finance options. And remember, if you're looking for a trade in, and I was perusing the used car lot, Werribee Kia offer top dollar and have 300 plus late model used cars in stock where we care see the team at old geelong road hoppers crossing and be sure to check out the new ev9 for a test drive wherever lmct double one four